Aloha, everyone, and welcome back to the High Connect Podcast, a weekly podcast where all we do is star and smash hit Netflix series and write our own music. And hey, nobody does that better than our guest today, Hawaii musician and actor, Mr. Eden Kai. How you doing, Eden? Aloha. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for having me, man. Yeah, man, Appreciate awesome. It. So yeah. for a lot of the guys listening, me and Eden, actually, like, out of all of the guests and stuff, I feel like I'm pretty close with Eden compared to all the other guests so far. I'm honored. Yeah, I'm no, honored. I mean, yeah, it's a good thing because I, I would consider us, you know, like, actually friends. A lot of the other guys that I have on and stuff, we kind of see each other in passing more you know we have like working relationships but we've actually been to like dinner and lunches and stuff together you know and just hung out like outside (laughs) which is pretty cool yeah it it was definitely really cool and that was a year ago it was like kind of a long time ago ago. yeah Yeah. see things have been really like weird with covid and stuff we can't really Mm -hmm. hang out as much as we want to but yeah i just want to make sure that that's thrown out there that this is the homie so everybody (laughs) knows you know (laughs) we're pretty close yeah for sure so uh let's get into it man uh i wanted to talk about like you know, you're early going into like the social media scene mm-hmm. and we can't really talk about the social media aspect without going far back now. It's been four years since you starred on your Netflix show, Terrace House, right? Yes. So that that aired in, or you filmed in 2017 and it aired in 2017? Uh, yes. I, I, uh, 20, or 2016. Actually, 2016. Wow, five years I already. I was uh, a senior in high school back then. Wow, and, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's crazy how time really flies. It doesn't seem like that long ago. Yeah. yeah. So for a lot of the people listening that have never heard of Terrace House, you guys definitely should watch it. Um, It is a show on Netflix. It's a series. And essentially what happens is they put six people, three guys and three girls into a house, mm-hmm. nice house. Um, and they just film their everyday life, you know, so they're going to work, they're having interactions, going home, eating, all of this kind of stuff. And it really is just like no script and they're just kind of hanging out basically. Um, and so mainly the show was originally done in Japan where mm. they have like a lot of different locations in Japan that they did. I think Kuruizawa was one. They did it in Tokyo yep. once. Um, so a lot of different places. But one of the special ones that they did was the first time they did did it outside of um, Japan. Yes, was the only series. The only one. Yeah, <laughs> the only one outside of Japan was in Hawaii. And so yeah. it was called uh, Terrace House Aloha State, I believe. And yep. the original six casts that entered because people can like, you know, leave and come new people come in throughout the course of the show. But one of the original six that entered the house first was, in fact, Eden. And you were mm-hmm. 18 at the time. I I think it was a couple days after turning 18. That's crazy. So. You were so young. You were still in high school and you're filming a <laughs> Netflix show. How was that? I, I definitely was not expecting uh, the show to be you know, this huge. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was going to be, you know, like some random show like in Japan. And um, so I thought it would be, you know, a great um, opportunity to, you know, learn a life lesson. Right. But so when you were filming, you were literally like, you know, doing your thing and then going to school. And that was mm-hmm. what you were doing. <laughs> yep. Doing That's music, <laughs> attending high school. That's crazy, dude, to be that young. And like, yeah, the show definitely took off. So um, for people that are like just listening again and don't really know like the course of Terrace House, uh, Terrace House has been like a phenomenal hit on Netflix. Like uh, it, it really was, I think, targeted more towards like a Japanese audience and stuff at first. But when the Aloha State series aired, because uh, some of the cast members could speak Japanese and also English, I think it helped captivate an English audience a lot more. So not only like people in Hawaii and stuff were watching, but there was a lot of people like in the mainland U.S. or like in other countries and stuff watching as well where, you know, they speak English. Um, Mm -hmm. And then maybe not more so than me and my wife, Mari, because we were watching the show, dude, and we binged like every single season. (laughs) Yeah. So we found Aloha State first. Right. Because we're like, okay, what is this? This looks interesting. It's in Hawaii. We live in Hawaii. You know, maybe we know some of the places. This looks fun. So we were Mm -hmm. watching it, watching it. And then we were just like, 
all of a sudden it was like four episodes in and we're like oh my god we got to finish this so we just kept watching all of it and then that's when we started doing our deep dive like oh yeah this actually started back in japan uh they have multiple series and stuff so we ended up watching all of them but i think for sure our favorite like series was always the aloha state i don't know if it's just because of the cast that was there um but also just the environment of being in hawaii it was like so much more different than you know the japan uh, scenery and stuff that they have mm-hmm. and just the experience I feel like that you guys had on the show so is there like anything that you remember from the show that you were like really happy about or like things that you want to talk about from the show that was like very memorable to you or like how was just I guess basically filming a Netflix series it seems like a lot mm-hmm. of complicated process or was it really like just hands off well actually I never really have used Netflix like I haven't like really watched any shows on Netflix before appearing uh-huh. Uh, on the show, so I I wasn't I didn't really realize how big mm-hmm. um, it is, uh, but it definitely you know like changed my life, and I was really surprised the fact that you know like um, including you and uh, your wife, a lot of local people uh, watch this too, and it's uh, it was a great experience like you know overall, and I think there's what? like so many memorable. Thanks. Was it was it scary? I guess afterwards, like because it like took off and you weren't really expecting it, and also because you were eighteen, like to have all of that like eyes and stuff on you, like all of a sudden afterwards, you know, and like people mm-hmm. are like commenting about you and like the episodes and all of this. Like, how does that feel? I guess as when you were eighteen and like seeing all of this like notoriety, because you're a pretty laid back guy from what I know. So you know, <laughs> having all this attention is not really up your your alley. I feel like it, it was definitely not uh, my thing. It took me a while to get used to it mm. uh, but what I really love about the show itself is that you could actually see yourself in third uh, point of view oh right third person's point of view yeah um, so when you think that you did the right thing you, um, you could actually see you know um, something different from it like when you're watching the episode yourself oh right um, so so and then like I learned a lot you know, um, stuff that I need to improve to be a better version of myself. Oh, and I also, see. you know, like feedback uh, from from people as well. Right, right. That mm. makes a lot of sense, man. And yeah, a lot of people don't have that experience where they get to see themselves like, you know, like like you said, in the third person, we're kind of watching the show as a viewer. And then mm. you're like, oh, wait, that's actually me. You know, <laughs> that's a lot different. So uh, because it's all unscripted and all of this stuff, do you feel like you're portrayed in the right way? Because I think that it was pretty consistent with what I know mm. about you and your personality. Like, you know, some people will like try to like be somebody else on camera or maybe they'll cut like mm. edit out certain aspects about you to make you like seem like more like of a villain or like a hero or whatever it may be. But um, do you think that the portrayal and stuff was consistent with your personality? For me, yes. I try to be, you know, like um, honest as much as possible. But I've I've basically, you know, like met everyone, um, for at least from the Aloha State and other series, um, some. And I, I'd say like most of them, like I say everyone, um, are were really nice. Yeah. Really, really nice. That's good. And um, sometimes, you know, like the whole editing stuff um, kind of, sh- you know, like shows um, their character like differently. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so all I could say is it's definitely just a tiny bit of every one of them i see so it's not everything so when you see something on the screen it might be true but at the same time like it's it's just one part of that person yeah so and i think that's a lot of what people miss is because uh when we're watching it you know one episode is 
an hour long or whatever it is, 50 minutes. Um, and they kind of only take the best parts of the day or the week, you know, the most memorable scenes, the most mm -hmm. memorable interactions. But there's a lot of other interactions that are happening, I'm assuming, like that are I think it's filmed 24 seven. Right. But they're only going to use certain parts of it. So, you know, yeah, exactly. So it's that's the that's the kind of the thing, too, where they're going to pick and choose what scenes like work best for television, what mm -hmm. wouldn't. But um, it's cool to see, like, because you guys had social media, what's really interesting about this show is you guys were able to post and stuff on, like, Instagram while the show was filming. Or at least mm -hmm. some of the cast members were doing that, right? Yeah. <laughs> Which is really crazy because it's like while the show's going on, we don't know what's happening next. We don't know who's coming into the house, who's leaving the house. But there's like stuff going on on Instagram and you're like, oh, behind the scenes kind of, which is pretty cool. Yeah, Definitely, you know, also receiving comments in English. Uh, mm. I was shocked. I was really shocked. Really? Oh, okay. In a positive way, of course. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. That's that, that's a good thing. So it's also cool because you have so much relationships with these people still. It seems like, you know, it's been five years since the show, but it seems like you're pretty close with some of the original cast and then also cast from a uh, series that wasn't even part of like your, your experience there, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because you actually made an appearance, I think, in 2018, 2019. What season was that in Japan? Oh, the Tokyo one. That was 2019, back in 2019. 2019. During... So right before COVID. Apparently, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think, yeah, no, actually, that that is what I remember. Like right before COVID started, mm -hmm. I think, yeah, you were making cameos onto that season, right? It was just the timing was really, I felt it was right. I, I had a gig, a bunch of gigs mm -hmm. uh, in Japan um, during 2019. So events and... So how do you mind me asking or if you're allowed to talk about it? And sorry to the guys listening, but there are things that happen in the background with uh, NDAs and stuff. So you can't say everything on, <laughs> on uh, Mike. You know, that's just how it goes with everything on movies and TV and how whatever it goes. Um, but does Netflix reach out to you for that second cameo follow up or you kind of just like we're talking to the cast and then they're like, yeah, yeah, you can come back on if you want to hang out. Actually, not really. Really? Not, actually, not really. I, I was not expecting that. Oh, all. okay. I just, you know, um, I had this one gig in uh, Daikayama, Tokyo, mm. um, randomly. And apparently, like, randomly, one of the other performers, other uh, singer-songwriter, knew the current cast. Oh. And the current cast was randomly there, you know, because they wanted to uh, see their friend. Right, right. So, which was super random. That and is super then, random. I was there. So it uh, happened. Wow. It's, it's just happened. Oh, that's just so, by coincidence then. Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, it, what's really cool though, is that you were like definitely a fan favorite and there was like a, yeah, no, I mean, everybody was like super excited. I mean, me and my wife for sure. We were like, Hey, look, Eden's back on. <laughs> <We're> like, <"Yeah." laughs> that's awesome. Cause we did really like you in Aloha state because you did come off as like one of the most genuine people on there. Um, and it was cool to see your growth because one of the things that I took away was in the first, in the Aloha State series, you know, back when you were in high school, I feel like you're a little bit more timid, a little bit more reserved, but that makes sense because of your age, right? You're living in a house sometimes, I think, with some of the guys are like 29 or 30. There's older people in the house for sure. 27, 28. Yeah, yeah, a lot older. So, you know, like 10 years older than you. So, mm -hmm. and you're like living on your own with these like strangers technically. Um, so a little bit more timid and reserved, but then on the second time when you come around, you know, you're in Tokyo, you made the cameos and stuff in 2019, you were a lot more mm -hmm. like outspoken, you had more presence about you, you seemed more confident and definitely like your, I feel like the trajectory of your life and stuff was a lot more in a positive place, which is good. 
right? So mm-hmm. we see, we saw all of that transformation, and then also a transformation in your music too, which I really really want to talk about because music is like your main focus now, right? That's like your lifeblood and what you're doing for Hi, your Mary. career. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So could you talk to me a little bit about that? Like, when did you start getting? Because when we saw you on the show, you're primarily like known as an ukulele player, right? That's what I think. So, and a little bit guitar, yeah, like string <laughs> instruments, right? Because you weren't singing, you didn't do vocals on the mm-hmm. show. I think you just had the ukulele, and people were like, "Oh my gosh, this guy's really good." So that's what we knew you guys uh, knew you for. So, when did you get into like the music scene and stuff, or like when did you pick up an instrument and like start learning? Mm-hmm. So actually, uh, well, first of all, like my parents love music, mm-hmm. and I, um, they were married in Japan, and so I, I I was born and I grew up in Tokyo uh, until seventh grade. I actually started singing first. When I was back, oh. when I was around five or six years old. Oh, um, okay. And I was, you know, really um, heavily influenced by, you know, artists like uh, if it's pop, then I'd say like Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, also my parents loved uh, Mary Carey. Wait, and, and so you were living in Japan and listening to these kinds of artists? Because because of my parents' oh, uh, okay. favorite music, so. But, Interesting. Um, also, you know, like listen to a whole different variety of music, like J pop or even like anime songs. Right. So I just really loved music and, and uh, you know, just huge thank you to my parents because I've done a lot of stuff. I even like tried to learn piano when I was like six years old mm-hmm. or something. Did like swimming, like nowadays, like like really surf, right? right, all right. The, like soccer, all these kind of stuff. But at the end of the day, like music has been the only thing that kept me going. Um, so the only thing that really caught my interest, um, that I, I was really passionate about. So do you feel like, uh, singing is actually like your strongest, like, like, uh, talent, I guess about you, or is like your, your ability on the ukulele is like your strongest musical asset? What would you say, I guess is like your forte, you know, like your specialty? I, I, I love both. I oh, love okay. Both. Um, moving out to Hawaii after when I was 14, I really got into like instrumental music from watching YouTube videos. Oh, that's how you learned. Style YouTube videos. So that was like the time when I was completely pausing with the singing. So I've done instrumental for four years straight. Oh, so, I see. like the Terrace House thing happened during that period of time. That, okay, so that makes sense because you did not sing at all. So nobody, I don't think anybody knew you could sing. You know, that's why. Because we saw you with the ukulele and stuff and you were doing like, so you know, practicing. jamming. Yeah. yeah. Well, practicing is like an understatement because you were going off. Like you were really, really proficient already, mm-hmm. I think, on the show, which was good. So you can just pick things up like that really quickly and like for whatever reason. It, it took me a while though. Oh, you know, um, I, I'm just really thankful for the show. Not just only, you know, the whole exposure and stuff, but also it made me um, got back into singing. Oh. So the song I wrote, um, a Japanese song before leaving the house. Um, so it was only t- meant to be um, as a memory. Right. Like, uh, but after like receiving feedback, a lot of people really liked that song. So, so I was like, how about if I combine like singing and instrumental? So I started only singing and got into only instrumental, and I ended up combining those two. Mm. So I, I love singing. But also instrumental uh, stuff like acoustic instruments or also string instruments uh, are something that I feel it's really important for right. a special place in my heart. Right. And, you know, this is something that people have to take in consideration, too, is when you listen to Eden's music and stuff, a lot of your songs, I think, are primarily sung in English, right? Most of them, I think. I'd say both, but sure. 50-50, yeah. you think? Is it, is you, no, I, I want to know. Is it 50-50, you think, about... Half Japanese, uh, half English? 
maybe 60 40 the, oh, okay because all because well, my I'm wife listens sure. a lot to your music that's why so i hear it a lot you know she's like listening to it all the time i think a uh, beautiful girl is one of her favorite ones that's why from you really no she loves that song dude yeah she, I, it's Thanks. funny because uh okay she, i don't know if she want me to she wants me to talk about this on the podcast but <laughs> before when she was like walking the dogs and stuff at night she would come back and like uh come back into the house and she'd have her iphone out and it would be playing your youtube song <laughs> Because she liked listening to it while she was walking really? the dogs. Yeah. I didn't know about that. Yeah. And so it was super funny because we were talking about it and we're like, uh, this was around the time when she was, she, we just found out she was pregnant, right? And we didn't know the um, sex of the baby yet, the gender. Mm. So we were talking about it and we're like, she was listening to that song because that came out last year, right? Yep, last year. So we were listening to that and we're like, how cool would it be if we had like a daughter and then we had Eden Kai come to the house and sing this song to her? <laughs> you know? I was like, that would be pretty cool. I'd love to. No, yeah, that's why. But yeah. uh, unfortunately, oh, well, fortunately or unfortunately, whatever you want to take it is, we ended up having a boy. So I don't know if beautiful boy <laughs> works well, as well as beautiful well, girl. Well, you know, I, I could change the, the lyrics. The remix, yeah, the remix. The lyrics. Sorry, if you, if you to have like, you know, uh, like siblings okay there we go <laughs> future, yeah. then that, that'll make a lot of I sense. love it man I love it but no yeah so we do we have heard you guys uh, sing a lot so what I wanted people to take away is like it's kind of crazy to think like you were 14 when you moved to the states um, but your English is so proficient like I don't there's a slight accent maybe when you're speaking but not very strong at all which is kind of crazy so Thank you. were you speaking a lot of English in Japan or how did this how does that happen not not at all actually so my dad is a Japanese American. He's a Nisei, okay. born and raised in uh, Portland, Oregon. Okay. And um, so, but you know, like he met mom in Japan. So that's how I was born. Right, right. Which is kind of weird. I, I don't know, like, if any uh, bilingual people could relate with this, but whenever I say something in Japanese, then he say he responds in English. Oh, okay. So I under kind of understood like what he was talking about, but I basically spoke Japanese, Japanese strictly to, oh I see and he understood uh, uh, actually no I, I think that's a common thing you know because it's a thing? Okay. well um, so I, I can't speak to it personally because mm-hmm. I'm what is this single lingual because <laughs> 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 <I'm laughs> you're saying bilingual you know so that's two and single sing, uh, you oh, know I'm just saying makes it sense, makes sense. <laughs> don't, don't try to defend me on that I, I butchered that I you know I speak one language anyway so I can't really speak to it um, I tried learning Japanese but you know it's tough so but I have a lot of friends um, who are Filipino and their parents were actually from Philippines so mm-hmm. it's the same thing where their parents would speak to them in, Fili- in Filipino or Tagalog or Ilocano whichever it may be right. um, and they would speak to them in that but they would respond in English so they understand it, but then I say, oh, can you speak? And they're like, no. And I'm like, what do you mean you can't speak? So okay. they can understand only, but they can't speak. Yeah. So for whatever reason, I guess the processing when you're a kid, something happens in your brain or whatever where it's easier to understand one thing than the other maybe. Very interesting. Yeah. yeah. I, I could totally see that. But it's crazy, like, yeah. just, you know, in a couple of years since you moved mm-hmm. to the U.S., though, you were proficient enough where you could go on a show, Aloha State, mm-hmm. where you're speaking English and I honestly thought you were born and raised in Hawaii. That's what me and my wife thought because you were speaking so well. You really? know, I, yeah, that that's like the best compliment I've ever. Really? Received. So you have? Did you spend a lot of time like learning? I, I had time? to study a lot. I couldn't understand a lot of vocabs oh. uh, that people were talking. Um, wow. At school, uh-huh. uh huh. Because you know, there's not just pigeon, but also slangs. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, it's it's. Uh, I was like, what what, what does uh it's it lit? <laughs> 
what, what, what is, is no what cap? Is, what, is, what, is what is cap? Is no no cap, cap <laughs> right. So, <laughs> uh, so did you actually like go to classes or like like to learn English or something, or you just kind of picked it up? I I did I did uh, along with uh, regular classes. You know, mm. they they had uh, programs like ESL. Mm. You know, for. Uh, uh, specifically targeting for um, you know foreign stu- uh, students, yeah, yeah, like students outside of uh, United States. Um, so I just had to study a lot, and I tried to talk English, speak English as much as possible mm. uh, to my dad, right. just to get used to with the environment. And I feel like the more I use, the better. Mm. So after looking back uh, the show, uh, there's like this one th- scene um, at the studio. When I was having a conversation with my dad, and I now I feel like oh, like my English was so bad, you know, back then. So that's crazy, <laughs> no, because we already thought you were just, good at the time. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I'm not trying to like use, you know just kind of like let you like butter you up or whatever it no, may be. No. We honestly thought like we were watching you, and you know, I think they said you went to X whatever high school it was in mm-hmm. Hawaii, and we were like, oh yeah, yeah, he must have just grew up over on that side of the island. We had no idea you were actually from Japan. That's a compliment. Th- that, no, yeah, that's Thanks a compliment so to you, you know, your hard work <laughs> and whatnot. So that's really cool that you can like do music in a bilingual nature, because I feel like that does open up a lot more doors. For right? sure. Yeah, For because sure. then you can hit like a Japanese audience, or you can hit an American audience. You kind of mm-hmm. really have like a well-rounded repertoire. So with the music thing, after you finished, um, you know, your Terrace House stint and all of this, you ended up just kind of like pursuing music full time then? Yes. Yes. After high school. So I ended up going full time music instead of uh, college. And that was the topic or that that was like one of the reasons why I was really interested uh, for the show because, you know, everyone else is, uh, was older oh, than me. So okay. I've had like really um, some great life advice tips oh, okay. for colleges and stuff. And so, do you mind me asking them, like, what, what was your, if you didn't do music, what would you have done in college? Like, what would you have studied, I guess? Or did you have no other interests other than music? I never really thought of, but I, I really, <laughs> I don't like, I'm a total introvert, but um, I really love entertaining people. Okay. Believe it or not. Which is Completely so, different than what an introvert mind. I consider myself introverted too. And so people always really? say, no, you're not because you're on YouTube. And I'm like, no, 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 I'm, I'm on YouTube, but I'm in my house doing YouTube. You know, it's different. <laughs> so right, I always right. consider that too. But yeah, that's, that's kind of crazy to, you know, that you want to do the music scene when you're an introverted person because you've ended up doing a, a concerts in Japan in front of thousands of people, you know, which is insane. Like, I don't know how you do that. I have anxiety. So I would have been like, oh, I pass out on the stage and I'm done. <laughs> It is. It's just like I, I, like my body needs to get used to it. Oh yeah. Okay. So it's <laughs> something so you like, learn too. Then my memory skills aren't like the best. So mm. I just gotta like practice until like my body remembers it, not my brain. Oh um, wow. Just you know, on stage, I just feel. But you know, like it's been a while, so it'll probably it might take, you know, um, some time until I get back into where I used to be. Dang. So I guess. My question would be that is like with COVID, that must have really like put a damper on like your learning process, you know, and it must have really put a hindrance on like your music career in general, I would assume, because you were traveling quite a bit to Japan. Um, and then with the COVID restrictions, which I know like you cannot travel to Japan at all, right? Before pre used to go back and forth to Japan and LA a lot, uh-huh. uh, quite a lot. You know, I'm just so grateful for all, all the opportunities. But after COVID, you know, I'm sure for a lot of people too, but my whole entire lifestyle has changed. Uh-huh. But you know, it's nonetheless it was it was great. You know, I've started something new uh, last year. I've 
stream like every day. Wow. On Instagram and also Facebook. And mm-hmm. that definitely, you know, uh, built not just my confidence, but um, with talking. Oh, okay. You know, um, in front of like people. Right, in right. In general. So, so it was great. It was great timing to start something new. Mm. But do you do you do miss that like live experience? I'm assuming. Sometimes, sometimes. Oh, uh, okay. Because mm-hmm. yeah, because even though so even though you have like a, um, do you, do you have dual citizenship? Is that how that works? Yeah. Okay. So like you can, because even if you have citizenship for Japan, you can't fly there unless you're like. I, how does it Japan with travel restrictions basically? Because I don't really know. Because me and my wife wanted to go visit, but they said mm-hmm. no, no tourists at all or no f- like foreign people. And then even for the people that have citizenship still there, it's like how, even then you can't go back unless it's like work or something related, right? Really? Oh, I, that's what I thought. I don't know. I I knew nobody could like fly back and forth freely to Japan. That was one of the weird I, spots. I'm not sure about like back and forth, but I thought um, you'll be fine if you have a citizen. Oh, really? Is that what it is? Oh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. But it's kind of like in the right, right, right. <laughs> see, everybody's trying to figure out like all of this stuff too, so it's always yeah. moving. I see, I see. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, that, that's good that you try to pivot though, and you like, you know, you try to make the best of the situation because a lot of people would have just been like, okay, well, I guess that's it. You know, I can't do music outside, then that's all I can do. <laughs> but you've been like very inventive with all of the things that you're doing because you do have a YouTube channel where you post. Uh, you have a Spotify. You're on Apple mm-hmm. Music. You're on Instagram. Uh, like literally tw- TikTok. We were just talking about literally everywhere, um, and I think that's really important because then you can get your music to as many people as you want to, right? Right. Totally, totally. So, would you have like what? What would you say is like? I guess your genre of music. I'd say just overall acoustic pop. Acoustic pop. Okay, but, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because what is indie music considered? Indie music is it has like those vibes, like oh. specifically that's uh, maybe like use more of a like real instruments. Oh. This is like just my opinion, like just overall, like from what I. Oh, okay, so you wouldn't be considered to. indie then. Indie, I am like an indie artist currently right now, uh-huh. but um, the genre like indie pop is something that's not like uh, something that's not been playing on the radio every day. Okay, I'm gonna sense. see. I'm, I'm no, I'm sounding really, really dumb right now. This is me. Is <laughs> does I never thought about this. Does indie mean individual? <laughs> what is indie music? What does this? What does it mean? <laughs> I'm like confused now. I'm like, what is indie music now? That I'm thinking about it. It must be individual, right? That makes sense too. Like you know See? what? Like I, I didn't. I never really. Thought okay, of cool. It. It's not like, just me. It's not just me. people say indie, then oh, like indie. It's yeah. a vibe. I know what you I mean. I just say indie. Yeah, because so. I know what indie music is. I love indie mm. music, but I never thought about what does it mean. You know. But right. now I'm think. I'm like indie individual. Maybe that's what it is. You know, because they're more like. Uh, EPs put out for indie music you know it's mm-hmm. not like they're signed to like massive labels and all of this stuff mm-hmm. so maybe I'm not sure I don't know but maybe, maybe I'm maybe. just thinking too much but that would totally make sense it would um, it know. would okay so let me um switch to a topic that actually makes a lot more sense and one that I wanted <laughs> to talk to you about for a while but we never really got into it um, you were telling me before that you have a huge fascination with uh, anime and manga and we never talked about this, man. Oh, so I was like, right. I'm going to bring it up on air because I was like, oh, you know, okay. let's talk about it. So, okay. yeah, because recently, you know, I watch your YouTube. I listen to your music and stuff. And you were saying you were doing covers mm-hmm. from certain like anime songs and stuff. So mm-hmm. is anime something that's always been in like your life and like manga as well, I'm assuming? Or when did you start getting into that scene? Definitely during my childhood and uh-huh. uh, recently. But I've actually like haven't watched anime for a long long time um, <gasps> after moving out to hawaii 
Oh, wow. Okay. And then I think it was uh, that point of time that I heard like a new season of um, Attack on Titan. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I grew up like, you know, watching a um, series like, you know, Dragon Ball Z, uh, Pokemon. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> those stuff. Okay. Um, the older ones. <laughs> right. Classics. I think, well, I think yeah. even back then, though, there were still some like big. Wasn't Naruto still around? Na- and, like, Bleach? Naruto 2, One Piece. Oh, okay. Also. Okay. But you stopped watching like when you came to the States then. Yeah, I, I was ah. you know just like studying or got really into music or playing the acoustic guitar because that's that's what I used to only do. Wow, that's crazy! Um, so I totally forgot about it actually. Wow! But after yeah, like the new se- like watching um, the new season of like Attack on Titan start, I, I've had to like rewatch it from the very first episode because I forgot what was it about. I got really into it, uh-huh. and that was like a. Like a major comeback. Yeah, Shingeki no Kyojin. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's cool to know because yeah, I mean, it's it's what I learned from that. Like you know, you mentioning that is like basically whenever you're like invested in something, you go all in. Because for me, like I can still like you know if I want to put all my you know work into YouTube, I can do that. But I still have time to like watch uh, you know anime if I need to, read manga to catch (laughs) up on it. But when you're all in, it sounds like you're all in. You know, you, you completely did away with what you liked watching anime or whatever it was um, and just went all into music, which is kind of, you know, that's admirable, dude. That's very, very hard to do, I, I feel like. Thanks. It's yeah. just like I got to like balance it out. You know, like sometimes when you focus too much, you kind of totally forget about the time. Mm. So <laughs> Right. But I mean, it's paid off for you because you've been very successful with the music scene. So it's like maybe, you know, that's an attribute that more people should get like behind, you know, because you can't really split your time. If you want to be the best at something or you want to really succeed at it, you got to go 100%. But it's crazy that your 100% is literally 100%. Like you were all in on English and all in on uh, you know music. Like that's cool. Thanks. Well, I guess it's time for me to go 200%. <laughs> Just keep stepping it up. <laughs> so then it up. so yeah. uh, I guess when you did the show, I, sorry, I don't want to go back to this again, but I'm trying to think no of it now that you're going 100% into it. Um, did you have to like audition or did they find you or like what I guess made you want to like say, okay, let me try acting, you know? I'd say it really depends. But I mean, at least for me, um, that, that's like the most comments I've uh, I've received actually in the past. Like, oh, oh like you, maybe like, you know, Yusuke had some like connections you know, in the back or something. Nothing. Like, I... I, I Wait, people thought you had, like, you knew someone, the director or something, and it's, yeah, like, on the show? What, that's what they thought, or that's, like, those, like, messages ah, I've been received, like, in the past. But actually, like, I, I knew no one, so I randomly just, you know, um, it was everywhere, actually, that period of time. What do you it mean? Was, um, I saw, like, on the website that they were looking for. Oh, they were casting, you someone mean? Someone that's, like, you know, fluent in Japanese. Oh, uh, okay. And also, you know, you know, wants to pursue something or has a dream that they want to achieve. Oh. That's, like, the only requirement, so. So you just went in, you know, just, did the, the uh, audition, and they were like, yeah, let's let's cast you. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't expecting because, you know, I, <laughs> um, you know, there, there's a, a, lot, a lot of, you know, really um, – Good model looking, right? You know, guys or girls, right, 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 right. Um, so I wasn't expecting, you know. I thought it's, it's. Uh, I only knew like I haven't really watched a show before. I uh, knew that I uh, passed audition, right? But I was expecting someone with really good looks. 
Hey, 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 don't discredit yourself, man. You're a good looking dude. You're a good looking dude. So, I mean, but yeah, they, I definitely have seen that where they try to go for like model-y types because, you know, they think that's what people want to watch. But Mm -hmm. honestly, like the people that get me the most impressed with that show were always the guys that had like a craft, you know, or specialty that they do and they excelled at it. So you were the one of the first, you know, you were like a musician, you know, and that's something different than like model or actor or whatever most of the cast does. So I thought that was always really cool. And then when they brought in like other people, like, uh, I think I think her name was Subasa in the Kuruizawa season. She was a professional hockey player or something. I thought oh, that was yeah. cool too. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's really unique, you know? So those kinds of professions and like specialties is really what captivates me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was really like happy about that. But that's kind of cool to Thanks. see the background is like it was like open casting and, you know, you have to like actually want to like pursue it and stuff. It's not like people just knew each other and they're like, okay, let's throw all these guys into a show. Yeah, I mean, I guess like it, all really depends because I, I don't know like everyone's situation but you know I'm sure like you know some other cast like probably send a letter you know like ah. email something because it um, on their website so it, you don't have to like be under like a huge agency or something at least for me I, I wasn't under like any agency um, mm. by that time so I was damn you, an amateur you, yeah you're really just like okay let's try this oh, and then you got it and you're like oh, okay well I guess we're doing this now <laughs> just like random student that attends the local high school right so yeah so did that um i guess i should ask when it aired were you still in high school when it aired like played on netflix yes it was just like a couple months did anybody recognize you at high school after it aired like so the funny story is um i don't know if she's like still watching but uh, there's this i think she left the high school that used to attend but uh we had a japanese teacher i Uh took her class but um, during senior year, apparently after I hear what I heard about is that she is, she was a huge fan oh. of the show. So she literally played the entire episode during class so the students could learn Japanese. Wow, really? So <laughs> I, and then meanwhile, you're walking like right behind the class and stuff <laughs> and you're like, oh, that's the guy on the show. <laughs> I, I just, yeah, I never really was asked, oh, okay. but I just felt something. From like students I never talked to before. Oh wow, that's really interesting. Yeah, and what I think it the show got more popular. Like it wasn't like a smash hit right away though. Mm -hmm. It was like something that was like a slow trickle, and then eventually it like kind of boomed. You know, so I'm assuming like if you were a junior in high school, then your senior year would have been crazy because everybody would have been watching it. It it was a very popular show. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you got out at the right time, so you didn't have to deal with all the (laughs) the exposure and stuff. (laughs) That's crazy, Uh, man. Um, So I did want to ask like. What is, like, your goals and stuff moving forward then? Like, have you ever thought about getting back into, like, the acting scene? Or was that just a one-time thing? Or is that something you wanted to pursue, too? Or is it literally just music right now? Definitely. I just, you know, overall really love, you know, enter- uh, entertainment. Mm-hmm. You know, just uh, just anything that make people smile. Um, that might sound corny. but no. no. But um, I, so acting, I, I never actually quit doing acting at the same time. Oh, okay. Uh, but I'm, I'm pretty open. Have but you the, my, casted for a lot of other things, or after being on the show, I've been on, I've played like those like small smaller roles. Oh, really? Roles like several times for like a Japanese drama. Sometimes I've done uh, this one scene as a high school student in Japan, so I had to like wear those like uniform. Yeah, also, yeah. Also, there's a uh, one. Uh, I've done one uh, thing for Amazon Prime um, at uh, Eggs and Things as a worker. 
Really? Based on like a true story. That was, that was a while ago. Wow, so. crazy. Okay, yeah. I didn't realize you kept doing all of this stuff then. <laughs> I really did enjoy it. I had a great time, you know, um, great people. And so I'm, I'm always really open for anything that entertains. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. So would you still consider yourself to this day an introvert then? Because I feel like acting yes. is really, <laughs> really. Yes, it's, it's, I can't live without alone time sometimes. Ah, I see. Occasionally at least, you know. Because so. on the set, it must be like kind of like frightening, I would think, because there's so much cameras on you, all the lights and stuff, and just so many people and stuff watching everything. And I don't know. For me, I feel like that would just be the scariest thing. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. It's, you uh, just feel strangely comfortable, I it, guess. I do remember that the first couple of weeks I was really, you know, nervous, really pressured because uh, I remember there's uh, this one time that I had to uh, leave the island. Oh, okay. Uh, and to stay in Japan for a week or something for a competition in Tokyo uh, earlier. What kind of competition and, was this? Um, it was something related uh, with Hawaii. It okay. Was at, uh, it was in Ginza. Okay. Uh, I think it was on the episode, but so... When coming back, you know, like everyone seemed to be really close oh, to each other. Like, right, right, so, right. So um, that was one thing. One thing that you know I was a little bit pressured about. But yeah, after a couple months or something, we kind of became like we kind of bond. Mm-hmm. So it, 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 I've got really used to it. So ah, you know, okay. So, so it's just something that takes practice and time. Then I think it's just a matter of time, and you know, just really putting yourself out of your comfort zone. Right. Right. But, okay, so I, I didn't know if we should be talking about this part, but I, I kind of want to gauge your interest or, like, your thoughts on this because this was something that kind of, like, made me upset when I saw it was going on. So, apparently, um, there was, like, a dramatic change that you, you undertook, right? Because I guess what the perception was is that people were, like, worried about, like, your weight and all of this stuff or something when you were on the show. And then you completely, like, went into, like, workout mode and all of this stuff and a lot of people were saying like i saw like a thing on reddit even dude like it was trending like as a topic like mm-hmm. th- why does eden looks completely different i didn't even realize that was him on the show because you came back in 2019 from some people that haven't seen you since aloha state and yeah. they said you were like two completely different people so yeah. so you went all in with that right like did you really take that to like heart like the comments and stuff or like how does that work because i i, I went back and i thought you looked exactly the same but i guess there was like a kind of dramatic shift yeah. Um, so I'm. I'll, I want to be first of all like clear that I'm. I'm definitely really you know mentally and physically really healthy. Mm-hmm. I feel. I feel really happy. I never thought and, you were not. Yeah. Uh, good. But um, that was like a period of like time when I lost like 50 pounds or something. Oh wow. Um, but it wasn't like probably the most healthy healthiest way. I might uh. even like make a song about that actually because it's like really will be really interesting. It would be. Uh, but after you know appearing the show, you know I've had like a major. Uh, backlash and stuff from people like watching uh, who watched the show and which was unexpected like the amount um, what I've kind of received uh-huh. and um, not just that but it was like timing wise it was pretty bad because I was actually facing a lot of like different stuff like yeah like you know with the, I mean you're uh, 18 dude like that's that's a transition period I, I was uh, 19 or 20 by that time okay but, like, okay for, for the most recent one yeah uh, but you know like facing also like with my music you know label um, friendship like all these kind of stuff all happened at the same time hmm. that kind of caused like you know depression and stuff so it took me a while to build back that confidence but you know, after going through that, I feel you know a lot stronger, having a thicker skin. So, 
But yeah, no, I'm you know mainly focusing on to really appreciate uh, people who supports me, you know, um, people who has my back. Right, and I didn't so, want to put you into an awkward situation talking about that. It's just for me, like, I, do you, my background is as a counselor, right? So mm-hmm. things like mental health and stuff is super important to me. And I have been like a victim of comments too. And I don't know if I've yeah. ever talked. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever talked about this in the podcast or in YouTube or anything. But um, people do know, like it, the guys that watch me or whatever, they know that I deal with anxiety and stuff. But what people don't know is like um, for YouTube. Dude, I used to get so much hate comments all the time, like all the time. Like this guy doesn't know anything about shoes. Like this guy's an idiot. He's so stupid. He doesn't know what the heck he's going on. He's just pretending all of this stuff. And I was like, dang, this is kind of harsh. And it was like, felt like every video. So I ended up putting like all of these like filter blockers and stuff. Mm -hmm. So it can't even like get into the comments. Cause for me, I was like, turn out the noise, you know, like I don't want to read this stuff, you know? And so I wish, you know, like back then I could have, we were closer or something. So I could have talked to you about it and been like, nah, I just got to filter out the noise. Cause Mm -hmm. literally like, I feel like the people that are making comments like this are the guys that are like insecure with like maybe their own life and stuff. Cause it, it really like, I don't know like what kind of person it is that you could actually write something mean on the internet, you know, Mm -hmm. like to somebody you don't even know. Yeah, and like you know, in most cases, like a lot of people don't really mean it. Like, yeah, it's not really personal. Like, maybe um, they're having a bad day or something like that if they're like stressed or right. something. But you know, but at the end of the day, like, still words. But you know, it's 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 words still. So, have you seen that Reddit post that people wrote about that change or that shift in like your perception on Terrace House? I don't know if you have. I've. So actually, a lot of people did point it out. So they were really I, nice in that Reddit post, dude. There were so many people. It was yeah. about after the change where they saw like, oh, this guy got really fit. He's looking real good. This stuff, yeah. dude. The comments and stuff were really, really nice. And I was like, <laughs> this is imp- this is good. Yeah. So I don't know if you ever seen it. I should show it to you because yeah, it was really cool because I read it and I was like, dang, yeah, that's that's really good to see. It was the opposite effect, you know, where some people mm-hmm. are like so negative in the beginning, then afterwards, people like they embrace like people that have struggles. I feel like, you know, that mm-hmm. like come out on top and they're still successful afterwards and stuff. So I think a lot of people in that comments and stuff were like, Hey, he's really like killing it and stuff now, you know, like he's doing real good. He looks real good. Music and stuff is going really well. I'm happy for him. And that's what I was happy to see. I was like, Hey, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Cause, happy. Yeah. yeah. Cause I think even, um, you mentioned with, this might have been on the Ryan Higa podcast or something, but were you mentioning, I think, during that podcast that you're kind of like going through a little bit of like feeling down or something? Around, probably around that. That was around the time, right? That, that was, yeah, around like the time that I, I wasn't really feeling the best. Feeling the best. It was kind of getting better, but, you know, at the same time. So, you know, it's it's mental health is, is definitely really um, important. Super important. Yeah. And, and focusing on people, again, you know, who's, who truly supports you, has your back. Um, focusing on those people are really, really important. And it's, uh, I try, you know, to uh, do my best not to look too much, you know, about the past and stuff, you know, because everyone made mistakes and stuff. But, mm-hmm. you know, you can't change the past, but you could totally change the future. So now I'm really just focusing, right. you know, appreciating, you know, being grateful and being blessed. Right. Yeah, but I'm, I'm happy and I am I'm ha- super happy that you're in like a much better spot now, man. Because, like I said, I really care about people's mental health and stuff. And I'm happy that you did Thanks. bring it up on things like, you know, the Ryan Higa podcast and stuff. Because it shows, like, some people are embarrassed to talk about that. You know, it's like mm-hmm. it shows, like, weakness or whatever. But for me, like, I think that shows more strength than weakness. Where it's like you can talk about things that make you feel, like, depressed or whatever. You know, you're feeling down or you're not 100. Like, 
to put up a, a facade or like a mirror where you're pretending like everything is all right when things are really bad. Um, I don't think that's good for the self of the person. And it also doesn't really help like your follow. If you really care about your followers and stuff too, you want to address these things because they, mm. they really look up to you, right? Like this is with anybody, your followers, your subscribers, whoever it may be, your music listeners, if they see you as like a person of like status and they know that you're going through something that they're going through, they can really relate to that, you know? But if you never bring it up, then they don't even know, right? Mm -hmm. And so they're going to sit there right. with their own struggles and be like, ah, I'm by myself in this depression and nobody knows what I'm going through. But then yeah. they like hear Eden Kai on like a podcast and say, oh, yeah, yeah, no, I also had to deal with this for a certain amount of time, you know? Then mm -hmm. it's like, oh, wow, if he could get out of that, then, you know, I can do it too. Yeah. Yeah. So that, I don't know. That's why I always, I, I didn't mean to put you in a weird spot no, if you didn't no, want to talk no, about no, it, but no, I, I've always liked that kind of stuff, dude. And that's what I've always given you credit for is like, you know, you, you've, push past it you know some people can't do that that's it's tough it's it's definitely not easy but you know it's who uh, who's ever listening to this podcast like you're not alone mm -hmm. too you know like I'm, I'm sure like everyone has went went through like the same experiences like after all what i um hear from people as well so yeah which is important because i mean there really is like a lot of struggles and stuff and i don't think a lot of people like took the time to realize for you especially like when they were making these comments and stuff in the beginning when you're on the show you were a freaking kid you know you were a teenager <laughs> at the time you know and it's just like these are like probably grown adults saying these things and i'm just like thinking in my head like how gross is this you know how can you be so cruel <laughs> so <laughs> it's really awesome though but that you got out of that and you're like uh in a much better spot now man i'm super thankful for that and it shows in your music because i feel like your music is in a really good place um you do feel show a lot more confidence in yourself now and it shows in your music uh i think a couple of the music videos you did actually were filmed in california right uh yeah 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 like and that, I I think that was that was 2018 that was uh that was 2019 and 2020 really oh that was very was recent like then earlier 2020 oh okay because dude honestly I shoot I can't remember the name of the video when you were shooting in a bar what was that one that was uh don't don't call don't so. call that's the one yeah don't yeah, call yeah exactly like last year or something yeah dude that was like such a shift I watched that one I was like dang Eden is next level now <laughs> you know do, do you like what is your favorite music video that you ever made or you're most proud of I guess I'd say like friend zone oh the recent like, one you know the fact that it's a it's a you know the second or like continues on song from the Monogatari that I wrote and. That was definitely a song that I wanted to end um, as being like Yusuke, if that kind of makes sense. So, and also it, it was like the scale was really, really big. Mm. Um, so, you know, thank you to my friend who shot all the music video because he, he flew over, like he, he shoot in Japan and Hawaii. So it, it wasn't wow. just Hawaii. Yeah. It got like the, whole, the scales were really big. Jeez, so. yeah, that's awesome. Oh, I never, I, I didn't realize that that was like the message that you were trying to send in the music video. Uh, yeah. Well, it's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome, yeah. <laughs> that's really cool, man. Like, yeah, so, I mean, that's what a lot of people don't realize too is like, you know, like, it's hard to like, you, you want to be seen as a, as a musician and stuff and it's, if people only like cast type you into one certain thing, then it's hard to break out of that, right? For sure, for sure, yeah. It's, it's uh, I'm sure, like for some other artists too, and I, I don't know, like if it might be like the best for business wise, but you know, at the same time, I don't really want to be categorized um, in a specific music category, mm. like how that makes sense. So I see. My next goal, uh, you know, near future goal, would be like you know to try it out something different, 
Uh, how uh, different? Like you're, you're talking country music or? <laughs> who knows? You know, there's a, there's a lot of like unique artists go, you know doing it um, something unique. Uh, I guess these so. Days. Lil Nas X is apparently country, so you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but um, definitely you know want to try out like different types of music, but you know acoustic elements. I really love that. So I, I, I yeah. Keep it. So the more. Yeah, just something totally new. Dude, um, I want to challenge myself and see what works or what people like. That's cool. No, I mean that's that's a really good testament to you, though. You know, as that this shows like there's actually like a creativity about you because a true creator will want to continue to create and press the envelope. It's okay, I guess, to stay in a safe spot, like you know, and just do the same thing over and over and over if it shows success. But mm-hmm. as a true creator, you're always trying to push the boundaries of what you're capable of doing or like the sound that you're trying to create. You know, and not only test yourself, but See if your audience can like gravitate to that too, or create something entirely new, right? Right. Yeah, which is awesome, and that's why, like you know, we were joking about Lil Nas X, but he actually did do that for country, right? He was considered a country artist or whatever, but it, it was like a pop country song. It was it was totally brand new, and also like around the same. I don't want to say same time, you know. Uh, I'm sorry if, if any fans are listening, but also uh, love uh, recently loving uh, this artist called uh, Breedland. I don't um, know who this is. He's Sorry. He's in Nashville. But he, okay. he done like similar stuff uh, with the trap-ish beat with the country melody. Oh, so okay. Super, super talented. Um, so I, I just love music. I, I love like exploring like different types of artists, different types of songs. So it's a never ending. So you're a student then as well. Like as much as you are a practitioner of music, you're also a student because you're like watching other people, what they're doing on the music scene and stuff and trying mm-hmm. to like figure figure out your own sound mm-hmm. through that. Oh, okay. Yep. Is that common practice? Like where people like like try to like, I guess, dissect sound or like from other people that are in the industry and stuff. Because it's crazy because if you were like trying to get really good at pop, I would assume you're only listening to like the top pop artists. But you're listening to people that are doing like trap country, which I've never heard of in my <laughs> life, you know. So is that like a common thing that you see among artists as you kind of like look into different areas or is that unique? I, I, I'm not sure if it's common, but... For me, that that's what I really love to do, and not just you know watching, but um, same for like you know playing the guitar, uh, ukulele instruments. I really don't consider those as practice. I that's like this is like what I just love to do. Oh. So you know I, I whether if it's like you know hip hop or pop, R and B, EDM, anime, J pop, traditional Irish music or whatever the thing is. Um, I, I just yeah well whatever I I love I love so. And do you learn yeah. from like reading music, or do you learn from just you can like. If a song's playing, you can just listen to it over and over and over, and you can dissect what chords. And if it's a really simple song, uh-huh. then I, I often just by ear, li- by ear. Wow, that's crazy. But otherwise, you would use what, like tabs, like uh, eyes. What is that? Oh, you're visually watching it. Yeah, that, that's oh. when I first start playing the guitar. I try to like not wow. copy, but like trying to like uh, do a little impression of like all these like different players that's uh, crazy that's and stuff so. dude that's actually really really different okay so here's my story I, I was gonna end the podcast mm. with this but i'll tell it a little bit earlier so um it's kind of embarrassing so uh it, i i used to uh dabble myself a little bit with the guitar here and there you know so in uh middle really? school okay okay well not to the level where you're at but I'll, I'll continue so in middle school uh we actually had like i, I was living in vegas at the time right so we, in middle mm. school, we had like to pick uh, some kind of like musical class. So I could either do band. Um, I think there was like piano. There was a couple other ones. But one of the classes was a guitar. 
And so my dad used to like mess around with the guitar a little bit. He was okay. Um, so I was like, okay, I'll try guitar because there was one sitting at home. So uh, I signed up for the guitar class. A lot of my friends were in it, so we did not take it very seriously. And I tried like to take it seriously, but I couldn't do it because there was just so much like stuff going all over the place. So uh, I actually did learn a lot, though. So I learned like basic nice. chords. I really liked uh, like learning about how to do tabs and stuff. So tabs, mm-hmm. you know what tabs are, though, right? Yeah. Where it's like, yeah, it shows you like, okay, first finger, first fret or whatever, like this is this. And that's how you have to learn. Mm-hmm. So I really like that aspect and stuff. And I, I especially, I've never really liked like three chord progression songs or like four chord progression songs. Mm-hmm. I always like the guys that could like finger pick. Like that's why I really like you because your ukulele and stuff, your fingers move so crazy fast. Like I feel like that's <laughs> like the true talent. So I used to like learning all of that kind of stuff. I ended up buying, I didn't touch a guitar after middle school until when maybe like until my college year, like junior year or something. So I didn't have to touch okay. guitar from like yeah, middle school till college. <laughs> the only reason I bought a second guitar was because I wanted to look good in front of girls, <laughs> and I couldn't even play it, dude. You know what? Like, I mean, a, a lot of people, really? a lot of people are like that too. <laughs> well, I was like, because I was like, I, well, because for me, I was like in my head, I was like, dude, I might might still be pretty. Because at the time when I was in middle school, I was actually not bad. Like, <laughs> people were good at chords. I was actually good at like finger picking stuff like I was really good so I was like okay and maybe I can still remember all of this stuff so I tried picking it up I bought a guitar I was like okay yeah it's gonna get all the girls I'm gonna do awesome with this dude I freaking sucked after and I also forgot Mm -hmm. I also forgot that your um, calluses go away on your fingers so the first couple days dude my fingers were so freaking sore from like just they were getting eaten up because it was like uh, I wasn't using a nylon cord I think I was using steel cord or strings so it was just destroying my fingers and I hadn't had like calluses built up on my fingers so it was just brutal dude so overall I just hated the experience I'm not too sure about like calluses but I mean I do agree like for the point that when you stop uh, for a good amount of Uh time then um, my fingers did felt numb so uh, my guitar broke one time so I had to like repair Uh so I had to um stop playing for like maybe three to like one week or something around uh that period of like time and uh. I just, my fingers wouldn't move like the way i used to so uh-huh. it took me a while to get back into what i in that level ah uh, i see i see uh, <laughs> yeah i i guess i should say this for the last part of that story mm-hmm. so i just want to make it clear that i uh, uh Bryson, Honjo, Untied Hawaii spent $800 for a, a Taylor guitar <laughs> and played it two times, and it's been sitting in the case ever since. Great deal, it, was great a very, deal. it was a very expensive prop to you know, think it, that it, I was going to uh, pick up girls. It's, it, <laughs> it's people have been asking me, like, oh, like, uh, I started playing the guitar, but, like, you know, I can't get a girlfriend. Like, you just get why, and it's like, you're probably asking the wrong person. You know, I'm not right. <laughs> I'm not, this guy. not be the, the best person to answer that. But you know, it's it's not late to start anything new. Like mm. in, you know, in general, it's it's not late. Anything could be possible. You know, any any time. I so, should pick it back up. Yeah, maybe so, we should have like a jam session or yes, something. So on the next podcast, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> dude. I honestly, it's so embarrassing because literally that guitar, like, it sits in the office of our new house and it's been in that case. It's probably like. The strings are probably like all like loose already because I haven't like you know retuned it or anything, and it's just I literally think I played it like two or three times. That's eight hundred bucks I spent, and wow. and this was in college before I was doing the YouTube, so I did not have money back then. Fancy. So, bro, <laughs> it was such a stupid decision. <laughs> well, might be a sign. Might be a good sign to uh, 
start playing. I maybe I don't know. Yeah. yeah. So I, I'm hoping maybe to try to get back into it, but for better uh, reasons this time, you know, because yeah. I'm married now. Play I a need romantic song for your wife. Yeah, there you go. Sounds, so maybe yes, exactly. Like a plan. Oh, she, she, if she listens to this, she's gonna be like, yeah, do that. So she's gonna make me take lessons with you or something. Um, but yeah, it's a completely like that was the wrong reasoning, I guess, to go about music. So. And you, like you said, I think a lot of people do kind of go that same route where they think, oh, if I get really talented in music and stuff, I can get like more fame or, you know, pick up girls or mm-hmm. whatever it may be. Um, but if that's your like intentions of going into it, I don't, I don't know if you're a true musician, you know, like music should be for the love of music. And that's something that I lacked at that time. I was well, literally. It depends on like it, it could start off like that. and But mm. like, you know, maybe you might get really into it. Oh, like, that's a good point. In music in general, like everyone has a different start point and I believe you know everyone has a different style so you know I don't think like you know um, a pop song or radio song is wrong at all like, everyone ha- just has a different style so I know what I know but you know I, I don't I can't do it uh, what I'm not able mm. to do it so every day is a learning and that's I don't know that that's that's what's uh, is is making my life interesting did you learn guitar before ukulele or was it ukulele then guitar? Guitar, guitar, guitar then first. Ukulele. Would you say that that transition was like super easy to ukulele because there's only four strings versus six? It's easier. Oh, okay. But yeah, so I do get that question a lot. I do prefer ukulele if people are asking like what's, which is like the e- uh, easier because it's only is it? Do you think it's only because it's four strings? There's less frets to, or uh, in, in boards general, to it. like the body size is smaller than uh-huh. guitar, and you know strings are in general like four strings compared to guitar is six strings. Uh huh. So okay, that makes sense. But I mean, you're also limited on the amount of music you can like or the sound that you can create. I guess when you have only four strings versus six. That's what I thought at first, actually, oh, playing the ukulele, but actually you could do a lot of stuff, um, you know, um, really? for example, like other, you know, those really, really talented ukulele players as well, but he could actually, it, it's... You can emulate sounds from the guitar, like, do a lot of, lot even of with four strings. Even hmm. with, with ukulele. So. <laughs> it's so funny because when I moved to Hawaii, uh, ukulele was not something that I was like thinking was cool at the time because when we were in like living in the mainland mm-hmm. it was kind of like a joke you know like the people have their like uh flower lay yeah. necklaces and they have the ukulele and they're just kind of playing the same chord the over 80s, and over 90s, yeah 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 exactly yeah. so that was the image they portrayed so it was kind of like a whatever kind of thing well that's what i thought back in japan as well but see I- so it's a just perception right but then when we moved to hawaii there's like ukulele classes in high school definitely yeah there's but there's like not guitar classes like in high ukulele. school some some places. Oh, my high school didn't. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I love ukulele because you know it's it's like a uh, like a part of like their lifestyle for a yes. local family. Yeah. So it, it's yeah. So I wasn't really influenced by any musicians by the time, but just the mm. fact that I was playing acoustic guitar and just the fact that I live in Hawaii, my family uh, are living in Hawaii, so I, I just randomly picked it up. Yeah, picked it up. Oh, okay, okay, that's good so, to know. Ah, it, very interesting. Yeah, because I would assume that you you were starting off with the ukulele first and then guitar, mm-hmm. but but it makes I guess that does make sense why you're super proficient at ukulele now because it is harder to transfer from guitar to ukulele. But what's crazy is like you can switch between both now pretty easily, right? Like yeah, there's no like you don't need to like rethink about how things change on the board or anything. It's just literally like muscle memory at this point. Pretty much, mm. but yeah, just switching back and forth or maybe use. You know, uh, to use both, uh, using both, and also, also vocals. You know, occasionally, so um, more variety, more possibilities. So I'm just kind of figuring out. How do you learn to sing? 
<laughs> I'm trying to think like, is there like, did you go to classes for it and stuff too? Like, I, I used to. Like, long, I know long you said ago. when you were like five or six or something, right? You you started off singing, right? Yeah, I remember uh, trying out like different classes and oh, stuff. Okay, I remember like those online classes um, as well. I even like remember um, uh, my uh, parents flew me over uh, to Hong Kong. Oh, okay. That was like the only time when. Went there. Uh, there's uh, this one vocal coach, uh, Kristen Sampson. Oh, she's uh, a vocal coach, and I was six years old again, and yeah, I had a great time. Wow. It's, it's, uh, so you knew you had a, or your family must have known you had potential then at six years old. You must have <laughs> been like, are you are you just naturally gifted in that area of like singing and like all of this music kind of creativity and stuff? Uh, I mean, I I, I know you want to be really... humble about it, but is there like is there like a thing where it's like you do have some kind of innate talent? I don't. I think so. It's really? just like it's a matter hard of work. Like the environment and ah. how much you get into it. Okay. Because I suck I, at singing, so <laughs> I sound horrible. No, I, 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 there are some like, improvements that I need to do oh, as well. Okay. But, but, you know, it's just, yeah, I think it's just like environment and how much like time you put into. Mm, that makes sense. Yeah, I which guess. I need to work on a lot more. I always get jealous because I always look at some people and they just pick it up so easy. That's why. And I'm like, dude, I can't do that. Like <laughs> I actually did. When I cared about guitar, I actually did try to like learn. Like I could read music even like actual like no- sheet music and stuff. So I could like do that. That's amazing. Well, so because I, I cared. So I tried. But for whatever reason, like it, something just doesn't click in my head where like my fingers can't keep up with what I'm looking at on the thing, on the on the um, sheet music and stuff. So I was just like, this sucks. And then I get frustrated and I put it away. So I don't just don't have that, I guess, per- perseverant mindset to like wanted to pursue music just because I felt like I didn't have the creative edge that I feel like some artists need. But it's cool to hear like, you know, you're just saying like, no, if the more repetitions you put in, the more proficient you'll get at it. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I got discouraged way too fast, man. <laughs> it's hard. Guitar is one of the hardest instruments, I think. Other than piano, piano is hard, but guitar is pretty hard. There's so much different notes you can do. That's why. Guitar is hard, but, you know, wait until you start playing the violin. <laughs> oh, have you tried? I remember, like, trying it once because, like, you know, some people, uh, my friends plays the violin as well, but it's mm-hmm. just unbelievably <laughs> difficult. So, is it? So for those instruments, like, you definitely got to, be playing like an earlier age i, I feel mm. like you know okay a lot of uh professional uh violinists yeah are like playing like since they're like three years old or right 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 right. Old, right like that's a weird instrument to pick up though because when i think about it like what instruments make the most sense or like that you could like play by yourself you know and actually people like listening to it over and over and stuff right mm-hmm. guitar piano drums aren't really like a thing because it's hard to keep a drum set in a house it's such a big thing um, but like, yeah, all of these smaller instruments and violin was just never one that I thought like, you know, that's, that's one that recre- recreationally you could just take out, you know, and go jam somewhere. Right. Or, yeah. yeah but other places you can do that. Like with a uh, piano kind of guitar, super easy. Cause it's just recreational ukulele. You can just go out and do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, one of the things that I do remember as a kid and why I have a fascination with music and why I have appreciation for you is because when I was growing up in Vegas, I actually really liked alternative rock music. Oh, wow. Yeah, which is a lot different than, like, what most people grew up with. Like, a lot of people really love the pop stuff. They really like, you know, whatever's on the top 50 charts and stuff like this, you know, what's trending popular. Mm-hmm. But for me, I was always a fan of, like, uh, like Red J- Jumpsuit Apparatus, uh, uh, Linkin Park, uh, Yellow Card, all of these, like, alternative mm-hmm. bands and stuff that I just really, really loved. And so that was, like, my soul as a kid. I used to love listening to it, and I wish that... 
when I would hear like the guitar riffs and stuff, I was like, I wish I could learn how to emulate this. And I tried to like learn the tabs for certain songs or whatever it may be mm-hmm. to emulate some of these guys. And I just couldn't do it. Like the tabs are so overwhelming. The guitars are like so intense. And I'm like, ugh, I'll just be a fan of the music, I guess, because I can't participate. It was too hard. But yeah, that was one of the things that um I feel like honestly shaped me as like a like my personality and like my what I love and what I don't love, I guess, in life. Because for me, like music was really like a big thing. Like even though I didn't like learn it or partake in it too much, I used to listen to like Linkin Park albums all the time. And it was like really like it, when I think of those like songs and stuff, it brings me back to childhood memories of where I was like, this is where I was in my childhood and that, stuff. That's one thing I really, really love about music. Like there's every song is, you know, there's like memories attached. Right. I feel like so every time when you listen to a song from way back, like it kind of like brings you back around that time. Uh, so for me, like I'm talking about like uh, like earlier like 2000s, you know, um, like Neo. Oh, <laughs> Usher. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it kind of brings me back to uh, I used to you know um, stay in Oregon for during summer break. Oh, okay. Because that's dad. your dad, yeah. And uh, yeah, it kind of brings me back into that time. So which I feel. Uh, which I realized like how powerful music could be. So I, I, yeah, I never really thought about it. It, And it's crazy too, because even like with all this new age music and stuff that's coming out, like I like a lot of the new songs, but Mm -hmm. for whatever reason, I still resonate to like alternative music or sounds like that, where it's like a band, uh, the guitar, piano, vocals, back of vocals, uh, drum set. And that's, I, for whatever reason, that's what I really love. And like, even like, if I don't know the lyrics to a song or like what the actual words mean, I still have an appreciation for that sound. Like, uh, I, I think mm-hmm. I told you before off air that one. Okay. Rock is like one of my favorite bands. <laughs> and right. if, for the people that don't know, one. Okay. Rock is a Japanese band, but, mm-hmm. um, I'll, I would say half, no, not half 75% of their songs are in Japanese. 25 have like English or some English in it. Right. Um, so they have that aspect, but for whatever reason, their sound and they're, they're very popular now still, but their sound was like nineties, rock to me like that's what it reminds me of like it has the same sound as like a lincoln park or like a yellow card or a red jumpsuit apparatus um so that's why i really like them and so even though i didn't understand what they're singing I- i'm like this is dope <laughs> you know <laughs> i really like this so uh yeah i still have that fascination and it- it's really cool to see like you know you're trying to like get into different areas and stuff hopefully i i do wish that you come up with a song that does have that sound because that would be pretty cool <laughs> but you would need more bandmates i think to get that going <laughs> i need to uh maybe Start playing the electric guitar. Yeah, or you got to teach me, and then we can uh, form our own band. Oh, like a jam <laughs> yeah. session. Yeah. There we go. Have you? And so I guess this is gonna be the last kind of thing that we can talk about. Have you ever um thought about going like not solo? Like, have you ever thought about joining into like a group or anything? Or have you been approached by other people to like, hey, Eden, come be like a guitarist for us or something? Not really professionally, but you know, like, I remember like these times that when I used to uh, uh, was considering, you know, like doing a little kind uh band oh, you know, okay. with my like uh what is it marching band friends you know, oh, back really? in middle school uh but you know didn't really work out everyone went to different high school and like for me i moved out to hawaii so right, right. it never really happened uh nowadays i've had one time um that I had a um back back band or oh or yeah, like yeah, yeah. Backup, backup yeah yeah backup, backup band uh ish but not like an official Oh, okay. Like band stuff. So you prefer doing like the solo artist kind of thing then? I I could see both on both sides for pros and cons. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it it'll be definitely fun to you know play as a band, maybe like occasionally or something like right, that. Right, right, right. But you know, for me, like I'm I'm just I'm uh, what's the best word? I mean, I'm 
weird. <laughs> so um, it's uh, in order to, you know, like you got to be really committed uh, with your schedules and stuff, right? Like that makes you, sense. If you're band, so if, if you're going to practice with your band members and if, if any of those members doesn't show up, then it, it ruins everything. It, it ruins everything. Exactly. So, oh, right. So, you have less control. So the Whereas, more yeah, flexible flexibility or like more freedom I have, like I feel like the better creativity Right, uh, that makes sense for me personally. Well, because yeah. it's also because you like we were saying you work at a hundred percent rate. So if there people are not on that same kind of like work level as you, then it, it's hard to like balance those things out, right? Sure, that could be a complicated thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. I always wondered like what like makes people like want to go solo, or ra- would you rather like work with other artists? And like like you said, I'm sure there's pros and cons each way, but mm-hmm. I can kind of see that. Yeah. If you, if you have a motivation and a drive, you really need people that match that exact same level or else there's going to be like riffs that, uh, create like, you know, hardships with that. Totally. Totally. And you know, like also if anything happens uh, with your life, like for any of these, those I members, then, you know, like, Oh yeah. Your whole career is done. That's a good point. Unless you yeah. replace them or but- have to like, yeah, reconsider, Ah, right. Like so, if you have a kid all of a sudden and you got to leave the band. If any of these members, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense. That makes or sense. Or it has like different changes that are moving out. I never anything. thought about that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's more, definitely more risk. But I could totally see, you know, the uh, the pros too of like, you know, like how fun. Yeah, Maybe exactly. Like, you know, uh, earlier uh, songs like uh, Martin 5. Uh-huh. Like, I know, love Maroon Five. Yeah, makes me wonder. But Maroon Five is not a is not a band. I was just it's Adam Levine and a couple guys in the back. Nowadays, <laughs> yeah, they, basically, yeah, right? A lot of no offense to Maroon Five, stuff, everybody but, in the back. Yeah. <laughs> I do enjoy, but haven't much it makes but, sense um, yeah yeah, but, yeah yeah okay I, I love it man uh so where can like people listen to you now then and where can people find you if they listen to the podcast mm-hmm. and they want to hear your music definitely uh well i, I do have a website it's edenkai.com e-d-e-n-k-a-i.com also pretty active on social media like instagram uh facebook twitter mostly it's edenkai underscore official okay and, and your website has uh, links to all of your like music areas and stuff. Yes. Okay. Cool. So <laughs> basically, just check out the website if you guys want to get redirected to like your Spotify, uh, you know, Apple Music, whatever it may be. And then yeah, of course, his socials and stuff. But e- like you said, Eden is very active all over the place in social media. He's definitely a good follow. And if you guys are fans of not only music but uh, you know just great people in general then i would definitely follow eden like i said we're, <laughs> we're close friends outside of the studio and stuff too so uh i highly vouch for him he's a great guy and yeah make sure you guys uh like subscribe to whatever he's doing um it does go a long way in helping out his music and getting it out there make sure you guys reshare it and stuff as well uh it, it, all of this stuff helps man so uh thank you so much for coming on eden Thanks i so appreciate it me, yeah man i appreciate it so much and we'll definitely have you back in here again so we can talk more on like other things that you got going on but for awesome. now that's it everybody uh thank you guys so much for listening and until next time guys we will catch you on the next podcast aloha Aloha. shoots (laughs) shoots